Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Dave Hall. I'm your host. We are back here another week talking about what you can do to get safely through retirement. If you have not yet gotten your copy of my new book or if you've not yet attended our Getting Safely Through Retirement webinar, I encourage you to go to our website, retirementriskadvisor.com. Here you'll be able to get access to both very important ways to help you better understand the risks that you're going to be facing in your retirement. Very excited today to have a guest back that we had had previously. I've got with me today, John Braddock. Very excited to be back together. He is the founder of My Life and Wishes, and the opportunity to be able to get back together is always fun and exciting for me and hopefully for him. John, welcome back to the show. Hey, Dave. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be back and talk with your audience. So last time we were together, you talked a lot about how you got into this space of end of life planning because of your own experience and what you went through from your own family side. Now you've been in it probably about another year. It's amazing how time flies and how we get through things so quickly. But what's been going on over the last year or so since we met last time and had a podcast together? Oh, gosh. Well, we're helping lots and lots of more families. I can tell you that because, you know, my mission is to help a million families avoid the nightmare that my family had to endure and that so many families will endure without proper planning. But we've just continued from the advice of our partners and prove our platform. We've recently added a new section to the My Life and Wishes platform where you can upload uh, short video messages to family, which has been something our partners have been asking for and, and we're excited to do it. You know, the easiest way for me personally to pass on you know, my words of wisdom to my children, those kind of things, instead of writing them down, is to record a short video so they can always see you know, my face at the end and hear my words. It's always interesting when you watch movies about life and death and going on to the next life when they have those videos. And it's always so inspiring to watch and see what people say, yet it's not something most of us seem to do. Now, for my children, they've got a 100 videos out there, probably a 1,000 that they can go back and see what I talked about from a financial standpoint. But even myself, I don't have anything that's going to share messages specifically with them. So I do want to talk a little bit more about that. But before we jump into there, John, let's talk a little bit more about what My Life and Wishes does, just so we can make sure those new to the show understand what it is that your platform offers and, and our partnership with you here recently, what we're going to be offering for those we work with as well. Yes, I'm excited to do so. Well, previously I discussed our story. So many of your listeners are familiar with that. But, you know, I get asked often, you know, why is it that I do, you know, what I do? And, you know, it really stems from one question. I always ask people, what is it that you know that no one else knows? that someday they're going to need to know. And so it stems out of what the overall problem is. And that overall problem is death. It's guaranteed. <laughs> it's going to happen to everyone. Yet most of us never want to talk about it or leave clear instructions for our family. It's almost like it's taboo topic. We shouldn't, shouldn't discuss, right? And most people have the attitude that, hey, someone will figure it out, right? But, you know, the reality is, as you and I both know, Dave, that our lives are so complex and unraveling everything in a person's life is extremely complicated. It's almost like a scavenger hunt. 
but, but a scavenger hunt on steroids. And the problem is that it's extremely time consuming. It's frustrating. It's confusing. It creates additional stress and anxiety on family, not to mention many times anger, and it's expensive. And all this occurs during the worst possible time in a person's life while they're grieving. You know, the loss of a family member. Yeah, and really, folks, that's what My Life and Wishes is designed to do, is to allow you to accumulate all of that information that you generally don't think about. We think oftentimes about the bank account, and that should be fairly easy for people to find. Maybe we've got brokerage statements that come into our household, and they're going to continue to come after we die, and so people figure that out. But it's the passwords. It's the logins to social media. It's the desires maybe you even have for your funeral. I know I have had a few people in my career that have come up to me because I've been such an influence in their lives and ask if I would speak at their funeral. They're already doing that planning, and I, I appreciate that they are, but they can put it inside of this secure vault to allow people to get access to what their wishes are. And obviously, it's much more than that, John. I'll, I'll let you explain further. But for those of you that are new to the show, hopefully it gives you a better understanding of what we're really trying to accomplish with our partnership here and making sure that our clients have access to this information as well. Yeah, exactly. And if I may, I'll elaborate a little bit on that. So end-of-life planning, I mean, we all agree that it's important to have an estate plan, a will or a trust. And those documents are important because they dictate what our desires are for our our stuff, right? Our things. And we want to preserve assets that we've accumulated and pass them along to family and hopefully do that by keeping the family out of court and avoiding probate. And people I speak with often say, you know, I'm good. I've got an estate plan done. And assuming people have done that and they think they're all good, they're wrong. Because it's like you said, what are all those other things in our lives that people don't know? So let me just be the devil's advocate and ask this question. If you didn't make it home tonight, would your family know how to locate and access all your critical documents and accounts? All of your online identities, digital and and so forth. Do they know your login credentials, your username, passwords and challenge questions? Because frankly, I get really tired of getting messages on Facebook to wish so-and-so a happy birthday, but I know that so-and-so is deceased and their family still hasn't taken down their account. Beyond that, how do we access you know, your technology? How does my family get into my laptop, my tablet, my smartphone? What are my desires for those things? Do they know who my attorney is? Do they know who my accountant is? Do they know who my financial advisors are? Do they know if I have life insurance, but more importantly, do they know how to find it? Do they know how to get their hands on the copy of the will or the trust? And can they access my assets, my bank account, my 401k, IRAs, or other investments? And then, of course, as you mentioned, you know, my end of life wishes, burial or cremation or green burial, or I've just heard now about aquamation and these kinds of things. If a person can say yes, my family knows all that stuff and they have access to it and everything. Kudos. You are in the one half of 1% of all the people that do it. So I say, look, folks, these are the secrets that should not be taken to the grave because estate planning involves more than your will or your trust or funeral expenses. So what my life and wishes is, is the missing piece to a complete estate plan. 
It's a secure digital legacy planning and storage platform. It guides people very intuitively, step-by-step, to store and secure all of those important details and the critical documents of their lives. And best of all, it's accessible 24-7 from anywhere in the world at a touch of a button. So family can access to that information immediately when they need it. And folks, if you look at this too, just as a end of life planning, maybe surprised how much benefit you get from it during your life. I was just thinking of what you were saying, John, about not being able to access laptops. I had two of them just barely that I've had for years that got replaced with new ones and most of my stuff saved in the cloud. So chances are there wasn't really much on those. But I had no idea what the password was. I, I couldn't get back into those two computers. And again, because I knew everything that I had would typically been backed up and put in the cloud, wasn't too concerned about getting into those. But I know I've got friends that have digital wallets for cryptocurrency that they've lost and now they can't get into those computers. One that has almost a million dollars worth of currency on that. The, the computer sets in the corner of his office that he can't get access to. So again, the, the intent's not to really save those things necessarily for our daily lives, but it's a place you can do that because of the security and what you've done to put this platform together. It's a place we can start getting that information and then know that something happens to us. Family's able to get access to all of that as well. Oh, you're exactly right. And you know, we built this to make things easier for those we love when ultimately I die. But much like you say, as an added benefit on the front end, I've found personally that utilizing the platform is an amazing day-to-day organizational tool. I have all the passwords and things stored in the platform. If I need to change one or I can't remember one, I can easily log in and access it. Real-life example is at the car dealership, picking up a new car, dawns on me need to put it in the name of the trust. So the finance guy says, going to need a copy of your certificate of trust. Well, ordinarily it'd be like, well, crap, I can't make this transaction happen today. I'm going to have to go home, right? I was able to grab my smartphone, log into my account, go into my trust documents, click on certificate of trust. It opens immediately in a PDF on my smartphone. And I email it immediately to the guy sitting across the desk from me. Just a simple example of how it can benefit me today by being that organized, but certainly eliminate some of that burden for family, ultimately, when I don't make it home. Yeah, I think of the amount of time I've spent throughout my life looking for those type of documents, knowing that they're saved in a secure folder on uh, our system somewhere under my file, but my file gets bigger and bigger and not necessarily always organized the way it should be. And so as you talk about this, I think, and how many times I could have saved substantial time myself and, and others. There was a period of time, you may not know this, John, there was a period of time we were trying to create this for a business because we saw the same thing happening with businesses where people needed their organizational documents. They need their EIN. They needed these letters from the government. They needed to understand what their state numbers were. And so we started a process putting that all together. We were very happy with what we had for a final product, but it never went anywhere. It was a period of my life where we didn't have the marketing skills and budgets that we have now, and it never went anywhere. But as I look at the value of this as someone who deals with people's retirement, 
I can't think of a much better tool for people to have to say, this is going to be your solution. This is what's really going to make your life easy for, for those that you're transferring assets to. And you and I both lived it. We've both gone through this process, family members. Most of our listeners probably have. If you've ever been the trustee, you know how hard it can be to go try to get those documents. I mean, I was digging through files for hours at my father's house when my stepmom passed away because I had no idea what they even had at this point and what they uh, had set aside inside of sock drawers or everything else. I had the opportunity to finally figure it out, hopefully, but who knows? I mean, I could have left a $100,000 insurance policy out there. I, I doubt I did, but it could have easily happened. You know, I heard an attorney, <laughs> attorney tell me one time, it's kind of a joke, obviously, but some truth to it. He said, who should you name as your executor in your final documents? And I was like, mom, I'm not sure. He said, your least favorite child, (laughs) because that's how cumbersome that process of administering the estate is. In all sincerity, though, when everything's organized and, and it becomes really easy, particularly if a family only has a will and they don't have a trust, they are going to have to go through probate. And these are all the kind of things that are going to be needed. Yeah, you just don't even realize how much is needed until you go through a platform like yours that has broken out so easily to be able to say, okay, here are where my trust documents are. Here are where my tax returns are. Here are where my financial documents. Here's where my logins to my computer is. Here's my video section that I can send my loved ones videos about what I'd like to leave them for a message. Here's my funeral planning arrangements. I mean, there's just so many ways inside of your program. You thought it out so well. And again, you can tell someone that's had to live through it, that I had to go through the process and realize this was all hard to do. And probably the hardest that I've seen, and luckily I didn't have to do this so much. I've had family members that have is when someone passes away and you're trying to make decisions on their behalf, but you have no idea if that was the decision they'd make. And you talked about cremation and whatever. I mean, how do you know if it's not there? And that emotion I assume you've seen it a ton, John. That, that's just tough for people. It is. As, as a good friend, Nick of mine said one day, he said, you know, I wished I'd known mom wanted to be cremated before I buried her. Sad but true story. And he didn't find out till months later, digging through all his mother's things. And, you know, when, when someone dies, there are about 100 to 120 decisions that have to be made in the first 48, 72 hours. The very first one is where should we take the deceased? My father-in-law was on his bedroom floor. My wife and I were standing directly beneath him in the living room, talking to the medical examiner. He's been deceased for an hour. We're in shock. And she says, where should we take dad? We're like, I don't know. There's 10 funeral homes in town. It's the first decision. Now, 24 hours later, you're in front of a funeral director asking you about burial cremation, asking you about services. Is it going to be religious or or not? Who do you want to officiate? Is it your pastor, your rabbi? Do you just want a simple memorial service? What about flowers? What about food? You know, what about donations? And the list just goes on and on, not to mention trying to put an obituary together when you're you're in shock the worst time of your life trying to remember all the the things that your loved one did throughout their life and call it out 
Yeah, it's unbelievable what you've got to go through. And again, if you've never gone through it at some point, I assume everyone on this podcast will, that you'll have that opportunity or experience. Again, it's a tough one to go through, but it's so nice to know that there's products out there and really why we focus so hard on partnering with you, because we want to make sure that those we work with have the ability to put this together. Now, John, obviously we can have software that allows us to do great things and not ever use it, which then results in being back to the same point we were before the software. Any recommendations to help people so they keep moving along? So they don't, one, get overwhelmed because there are a lot of things they need to do, but so that they keep going forward that uh, realizing that, hey, some point I can finally have this thing together. Yes. Great question, Dave, because, you know, I do hear from people. It's like they get inside the platform. They're excited about it. It's like, man, this is a great place. Then they look at all the sections and subsections and things to add. And again, it's intuitive, folks. So we just ask you the questions. It's plug and play, right? But people will say, wow, I've got so much stuff. It's going to take me time. It's going to be overwhelming and daunting to do it. And my response is, I agree. That's valid. You do have a lot of stuff. But If it's going to be overwhelming and daunting and time-consuming for you to do it, can you imagine how overwhelming, time-consuming, and daunting it's going to be for your family to find everything if you don't? So that being said, how do I make it easy? I tell people, look, if I need to lose 15 pounds, I can't go to the gym tonight and wake up tomorrow morning 15 pounds lighter. It's not going to happen. But if I go to the gym today and tomorrow and do a little bit next week and the week after, et cetera, you know, in six, eight weeks, I'm going to wake up 15 pounds lighter. So look at this like a weight loss program. Okay. It's not a, I'm going to get it done tonight thing. Work through section at a time. Start with the easy stuff. Start building the roadmap. Bank accounts is a perfect example. People are like, well, you know, I don't know the account number off the top of my head, or I don't know the phone number to the bank off the top of my head, and these kind of things. Don't worry about it. Go to bank account section. You know where you bank. So click the button, add an account. I have a checking account, Chase Bank, save it. I have a money market at uh, XYZ Bank, save it. We're building a roadmap. Those things are going to be very simple for family. I mean, we don't have to provide them all detail. They just need to know where it is, right? Go to life insurance. I can sit here and tell you I have a life insurance policy with Prudential and one with Principal Financial. I don't know the policy number and all that stuff right now. And ultimately, I'll upload it. But I can certainly go in and say, I have life insurance. It's with Prudential. Save it. Family will find that. Because recently I read an article uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of a billion, that's with a B, billion dollars in life insurance has gone unclaimed because family members haven't known there's a policy. So build the roadmap step by step to guide the family. It'll make it super easy. We can always work our way back in and start adding the other details and upload the documents as we have time to do so. And that's just life insurance, folks. That doesn't include retirement accounts. There's millions, if not billions of dollars lost there as well and 401k and IRA accounts because you've changed jobs and all of a sudden you haven't been getting the statements maybe, or you know, once they close everything down with your final estate, maybe you're in a nursing home for the last couple of years and the mail stopped coming to the house, whatever the case may be that these things get lost also. And there's no reason to lose this money if you don't have to. And that's been part of our passion as well, John, what we're from the same mold, we both love to help people, and that's where our partnership 
really has flourished in saying we want to do the right thing for those we're working with, not only to get them to a safe and secure retirement, to, but to make sure that they can do that transition. Now, one thing we haven't talked about, and I know it's something that's usually on people's mind when we talk about this type of stuff, is how do I make sure my kids or wife or whoever gets it when they need to and not before? Meaning if I've got all this information and they get a hold of it now, that could be very problematic for, for them and me, maybe, depending on what's in there. What's put in there to safeguard against that, John? Great. So what we have is uh, the account owner. You have the ability to add what we call an authorized user. That would be those people who would need access uh, when the time comes. And you can set them up inside the platform. And we also have toggle switches inside, which will indicate what sections they could see and or edit. Now, I would never let my family be able to edit anything in the account, but they're going to be able to need to see the information when the time comes. So that's basically how most people set them up. Now, I have six children, and so I've learned that children can be curious or possibly nosy. (laughs) So... The safety net that I built in is if, as an example, my daughter Mary goes to log into my account as an authorized user. She will get a pop-up that says, Mary, you are about ready to access your dad's account. He will be notified immediately. Do you wish to continue? (laughs) And there's a bailout button. It's like, no, because my kids aren't going to log in if they know I'm going to do that or see it. What happens is if a person does click agree, I immediately get an email that says my account was just accessed by whom, time and date stamp, and the IP address that it came from. So if I'm dead, no problem. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. If I'm not, I can pick the phone up, call my daughter and say, sweetheart, I am not dead. Why are you in my account? <laughs> and, uh, and then, of course, I always have the ability to change the permissions and do that. So we've never had a problem with someone saying my my terrible child logged in and saw something they shouldn't have seen. Now, for those that don't even want that, what we do is when a person becomes a, a member in the platform, we actually mail them a package in the mail that's got some information in there. But one thing that's included is a card and an envelope for you to record your login credentials into your account can then be sealed. You can notify family members, look, something happens to me, go to the dresser drawer under the socks. There's an envelope that will provide you with everything you'll need to know. Others take it a step further and they provide it to their attorney or their financial advisor. Then the advisor, the attorney holds on to that and family knows First thing that happens if I die is contact Dave Hall right away. He'll provide you with access to everything you'll need to know. What I love about everything you've done, John, is it's been based upon experience. You've had not only so much your life experience now, but the people that you work with, as you mentioned, and I know you've reached out to us many times saying, hey, if you see problems as you go through or things that don't look the way you would like them, let me know. We're going to continue to update this to make sure that it's meeting people's needs. And that's really the goal, folks, is to get you started. I mean, the whole purpose of our partnership, whole purpose of us offering it to our clients is so you can get started and putting this stuff 
stuff together because all of us are going to accomplish less, most of us anyway, in the short period of time that we look at something. If it's a day, hey, you know, we're not going to accomplish maybe as much as we'd expect to accomplish in a day, but you're going to accomplish more than you would in a month. Or, or a year. Same thing if we look out and say, hey, we're going to do all this this next year. We set our New Year's resolutions. Probably not going to accomplish all that. But if you look over 10 years, you're going to accomplish way more than you ever thought you would have during that time. So it's all about being patient. It's all about taking time to do it, but staying focused and continuing to do it, not stopping because once you get it in, there will be updates. But as John mentioned, I love the the fact that you just get the roadmap started. Hey, if I know that stuff's there, then I can go back and find the documents. I can go chase that. I've got 10 minutes. I can go chase the count numbers and get those things in there. John, our time's gone. It blows me away how quick this uh, 20, 25 minutes go. Any parting comments that you'd like to share for those that, uh, again, will be working with us uh, that would have access to your platform so that they can better use it and better get themselves into a, a, the right position to be able to do their own transition as it comes to that uh, point where they're transitioning out of this life into the next and transitioning their remaining items here on this earth to their kids or grandkids or whatever else those beneficiaries may be. Yeah, you know, we're just, uh, we're extremely grateful for our partnership with Retirement Risk Advisors. You know, you guys are, you know, a step above what, what others are doing because you understand that the experience for family members on the back end is, is critically important. So for that, we're, we're, we're truly grateful. And what I tell people is, is look, plan ahead. You know, what do you want the experience to be like for your family? None of us want it to be any harder than it has to be. We understand sadness and grief, but let's eliminate all the added frustration and difficulties that they'd have by, by doing that planning. I mean, it's the, in my opinion, the ultimate final gift that I can give to my family. 100% agree with you. John, thank you so much for uh, being on our show. Listeners, you've been listening to the Retirement Risk Show. My name's Dave Hall. I'm your host. Look forward to seeing each of you again next week, where we'll tackle another topic to help you get safely through retirement. And that's today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show was produced by C.R. Talene and Autumn Koenig. If you're a CPA looking for more retirement education, visit retirementriskadvisors.com.